Chapter 47 of Floyd's Flowers by Silas X. Floyd. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Henry Ward Beecher's Testimony. First impressions are always most lasting. We may not recognize or understand it at the time, but the boys and girls, the very young people whom God has committed to our care in the home or the Sunday school or the public school, gather in their early days in the formative years and impressionable period of their lives the inspirations and impulses which shall guide them in after years either on the road to good or on the road to ruin i happen to have high testimony on this point it is a testimony of the grandest preacher who ever stood in an american pulpit i mean henry ward beecher the following testimony is taken from a sermon of his preached in plymouth church brooklyn on sunday january eighteenth eighteen seventy four the subject of the sermon was soul power among other things mr beecher said in reading the life of goethe written by himself you will notice how he remarks the various stages of his self-culture and says at this point i met such a man and he was of great use to me in such and such respects. Goethe, educators were living men, active and powerful, around about him. I can look back upon my own early life and see how one and another took me, and how one prepared me for another. I can see how the largest natures did not always get access to me. It was late in life before my father influenced me very much. I think it was a humble woman who was in our family that first gained any considerable control over me. I feel the effects of her influence to this day. I next came under the influence of a very humble serving man. He opened up new directions to me and gave me new impulses. He was a colored man, and I am not ashamed to say that my whole life, my whole career respecting the colored race in the conflict which was so long carried on in this country was largely influenced by the effect produced in my own mind when i was between eight and ten years of age by a poor old colored man named charles smith who worked on my father's farm he did not set out to influence me he did not know that he did it i did not know it until a great while afterwards but he gave me new impulses and impulses which were in the right direction for he was a godly and hymn-singing man who made wine fresh every night from the cluster he used to lie upon his humble bed i slept in the same room with him and read his testament unconscious apparently that i was in the room and he would laugh and talk about what he read and chuckle over it with that peculiarly unctuous throat tone which belongs to his race I never had heard the Bible really read before, but there, in my presence, he read it and talked about it, to himself and God. He turned the New Testament into living forms right before me. It was a revelation and an impulse to me. What noble testimony is this? And from what a noble source? All of us have what is called influence, and consciously or unconsciously, we are all influencing others, especially the young. It is a matter worth our deepest and most prayerful thought. If Charles Smith, a poor old colored man, if Charles Smith, the very humble serving man, if Charles Smith, the godly and hymn singing man, was used of God to give impulses, and impulses which were in the right direction, to a little boy who was afterwards to become the greatest preacher that America has ever known, may not some of us be likewise used of God for the glory of our common master, even Christ, and for the good of our fellow men i tell you friends we may 
And when we think of the great friend of humanity, Henry Ward Beecher, let us not forget to think of Charles Smith, who had so much to do, according to Beecher's own testimony, with giving this great man a right start. End of chapter 47